I was raised in Lafayette, Louisiana. My daddy, he's a captain of his own shrimp boat. <laughs> I hated my daddy. He was a mean old man, my daddy. He took an eight-year-old Bray Wyatt and he pulled him out of school. He didn't think I needed to learn with them other kids. <laughs> but then randomly one day, my daddy, his boat, well, it caught on fire. And it sunk him down into the daggone sea with it. And I went away. I went away for a while. <laughs> but Bray Wyatt, he told himself how to read. And I started out with Sea Spot Run. And then it was Clifford the Big Red Dog. And then it was the good book mostly after that. <laughs> and I learned. And I learned a lot of things. I learned how this world likes to throw away a little white trash peon like Bray Wyatt. And let me tell you something. I ain't no white trash. And I ain't no peon either. I am better than you all. And I wouldn't want to be that guy. I wouldn't be that guy, that first guy that has to get in the ring with me, man. I wouldn't want to be you. Because I am going to take pleasure in watching you burn, man. <laughs> Just like my daddy. <laughs> Come with me. Time is on my side. What's going on, everybody? This is Jesse Carter over at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. The Pro Wrestling Shoot is a podcast that can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Every single Wednesday before AEW Dynamite, we dive into some of your favorite current day wrestling as well as some old school stuff. We can also be found over on YouTube and Twitch where we post exclusive video, whether it be content for video games or wrestling news or short clips or even live streams. Come check us out and subscribe to the Pro Wrestling Shoot over on YouTube and Twitch. And if you want to find us on our social medias, it's at the Pro Wrestling Shoot on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok, and over on Twitter at TPWS Podcast. The Pro Wrestling Shoot is not only just a podcast, we are also an independent company when it comes to audio engineering and graphics designs, as well as voiceovers so come and follow us over on our social medias and check us out every single wednesday over on apple podcast google podcast and spotify folks welcome to everything pro wrestling everything pro wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans i'm your host conrad cushman being joined tonight by my man Derek. Usually catch him on the pod. Don't know what's going to happen with him with the WWE reviews. This is the first one under like the Triple H era, so this will be different for him. So we'll see how he reacts. Also being joined by my good friend from the Pro Wrestling Shoot, which you guys can hear every Wednesday on your favorite podcast links. We got my man Jesse in the house. What is good, Jesse? What's going on, man? Happy to be on here. Happy to be in the chat again with AE, uh, uh, EPW and Derek is finally with us. This is amazing, man. Yes, let's go. Let's go. Uh, we're going to be talking about Extreme Rules. I know a lot of people are going to be wanting to talk about everything that's going on with what we just saw. We're going to get into all that. I promise. People come in, hit the like button, subscribe, do what you got to do. Let's get it. And we're going to start this show now. Yes, everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. 
First and foremost, we do want to give our condolences to Sarah Lee, uh, who won Tough Enough, who recently passed away. Um, just wanted to give the thoughts and prayers to her family, friends. Uh, there are GoFundMe links for donations for her all over social media. If anyone wants to donate to help the family out, uh, please feel free. Um, yeah, RIP to Sarah Lee, man. I, she was one of my favorites on that show when they were doing it at the time. I thought she definitely deserved to win. Um, I just want to offer my condolences. You guys, if, if Jesse, if you wanted to add anything. Um, I, I actually did not follow the whole tough enough thing, man, but uh, I read the story and it was uh, really touching and sad. And it, it's always sad to see somebody leave us sooner than was supposed to. You know what I mean? She left behind a husband and, and children. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's very heartbreaking, man. And kudos to uh, Bray Wyatt, too, for – tweeting out uh, the GoFundMe link earlier with all the attention that he's getting from this whole white rabbit thing, man. And to take the time and do that. What a, what an awesome guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely shout out to everyone who donated. I saw a bunch of people looking it up. I, I know they're not doing it for the praise, but really cool for everyone who donated in the uh, wrestling community. It is a beautiful thing. Um, I got to show some love to the chat. My man BJ first one in here saying he's here. Who's he? Who's he, BJ? Who is he? Yes, B-Boy Skyline met Boom Boom Colt Cabana today. Don't taunt me, bro. We ain't here to talk about none of that tonight. Uh, Matt Lopez says he's home. Who's home? Who's he? What are you guys talking about? Who? Who? <laughs> Doug says, uh, go ask Alice when she's 10 feet tall. Who's Alice? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, my man King Louie, Popo's in the house. What's good, Po? Got mad love for you, bro. He said he's got the whole world in his hands. I hear you. Who's he? I hear you. Uh, I guess I'll continue yeah. the kayfabe. Yeah. Who's, who's he? Uh, my man Steve, a.k.a. this black guy in the chat, says... Bray with the black foam mask. <laughs> I literally just said that when we were watching it. Went crazy for it. Matt Lopez says, good evening, all. BJ, saying what up, on, Jesse? Matt? What's going on, BJ? And yes, yeah, CJ, best $30 I spent for a pick this week. I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, and shout out to everyone in the chat showing love to uh, Sarah Lee as well. You are much appreciated. Let's get into some of this, Jesse. Um, Extreme Rules, man. 2022, this is probably the best Extreme Rules card we've seen since the inception of this, maybe. I think so. I mean, maybe you could argue one or two, but I think this is the best built one in a minute. Yeah, man. Well, honestly, this is one of the best built WWE pay-per-views, I would have to say, in a while. Because I, I don't remember him building anything else. I mean, maybe Clash of the Castle had some sort of a build, but I don't know, man. Um, this this was really a really good build for the card. And honestly, it's the first Extreme Rules, I think, that I can remember of that had all stipulation matches for every single match. Yes, so that I was, was just that was saying nice. that. If it was this, if this was under VKM, I swear to you, bro, we know there would have been one match you would have got one. Maybe two, maybe two maybe. extreme rules matches, and they would have been uh, doo doo butter. So, yeah, hot, hot doo doo butter. I yeah. know everybody's excited to talk about the main event. We will talk about that when the time is right. Uh, we're gonna try to go in order here and uh, give you guys the matches that I know you want to talk about. So let's start off first here with this one. 
We had a a hot opener. I'm going to ignore that Paul Heyman spelling bee stuff. <laughs> uh, the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a good old-fashioned Donnybrook. Um, what did you think of this one, Jesse? I'm going to kick it to you first. I'm going to say banger, banger, banger. This was one of the matches of the night for me, man. I, I absolutely love this match. So I actually got to watch these guys go at it on a WWE house show just recently. And um, honestly, this house show that I, I've been to tons of house shows, they're no fun, like ever. I just go usually to take the kids or whatever. There, there's never anything that important that happens on the card whatsoever. But we did get this match, and this match was just as much of a banger as it was tonight that I got to see on a house show. So, I mean, in my opinion, I think that that – Every single one of these gentlemen can do no wrong in a match when they're put in there together. They 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 killed it. I, I, I enjoyed it, man. It was a great opener. Yeah, I can tell you in this one, no one's going to complain about getting hit too hard because you knew going in what was going to happen. So It was fun, so, man. Yes. And um, and dude, I see you, I see you giving you know Butch some slack on on social media still, man. I oh, mean, bro, we're about to get into it. It's come happening. On, come on, this, bro. This, this match is gonna have the good, the bad, and the ugly in this because <laughs> I I have and you're gonna it's gonna be weird how I break it down. Okay. Um, but in this one, so the outside of the ring is my first thing I want to talk about, bro. I think the setup is corny how they do it still do you feel the same way i mean we're all attitude era guys we can't that was in our heyday like does anyone in the chat same question like the setup is corny to me of having like the pictures and there's barrels outside for you guys to use i know why they do it but at the same time i'm like bro this looks so like i feel like i'm watching an acting play like being set up like here's this here's that i I agree i agree i did not like the setup It, it you know Good old Donnie, what was it, Donnie Brook match, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I like the name. The name was cool, but the the set the set around it was a little a little corny. But um, they made do, man. They made it good. The match itself, I don't think was corny, but definitely the look of it um, was not a good look at the beginning. I would rather you set up to it versus it just being there. Like, just imagine back in the day, Derek, you're watching a hardcore match with like Al Snow and Road Dog, and they have stuff set up for them. Like, a dog house is there. There's multiple mannequin heads around the ring. Who does this? Like, why, I mean, bro? But is it is it more corny for it to be set up outside the ring or to see somebody pull a barrel from out out under the ring? <laughs> like, who put that shit there? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, so, I guess. I, I mean, if it was like like. If it was for a sponsor, I would get it. But in this, people are saying like an old saloon. I would rather you fight in a saloon then. Go to a yeah. saloon. Be like, yo, we're renting this out and you're in a fight in here. I'd be down yeah, with that, man. Been, yeah, I, I agree. I definitely think that would have been maybe the better bet to do. You would hope. I, I kind of uh, thought like with the name Donnie Brook match that that's kind of what we were setting up for. I wasn't sure what to expect going into this match. I didn't know we were just getting like a regular hardcore trios match or whatever it was. But um, it was definitely good, man. I, I feel like if you're going to do trios matches, this is the way to do it. Um, the tag team stuff on the outside. I'm with you, Derek. I, 100% watch the show, love EPW, and I'm by you 100% of the way, man. Like when it comes to trios matches – and they're not tagging right. They're not following any of the rules. Dude, just make this a tornado and let's let's call it a day. 
Exactly. This this is why I feel the way I feel about trios matches, dude. It doesn't make sense. It, it How many of y'all to watch some AAA, something else? They don't tag in in Mexico. It's just I'm just used to it. I guess bro, I'm just like, bro. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm not watching, and that's that impact that you that you recommended me to watch. Yo. <laughs> if you're in the chat, bro, they had two banger matches, bro. The X Division match from last night in the opener was great, and the Knockouts title match was great. I know Bully Ray won. It comes with impact. You get two great things, and then you get something that ruins them. I know. Ooh. I get it. Okay, so two great <laughs> matches out of how many? Moving on in this show, guys. We're we're here to talk extreme rules. We're going to leave impact alone. All right? Give impact a chance. Put that hashtag out there, someone. <laughs> Hashtag don't waste your time. Exactly. <laughs> it's two against one. I don't know what you guys want me to do. I stand by my opinion. Um, so they had all that stuff out there, dude. I love the triple beatdown that they gave Gunther. Yes. That was one of my favorite parts in the match where it was like Sheamus just, he gives him the 10 beats of the Bowery, like through the top rope, the middle rope, the bottom rope. Then all of a sudden he's still fighting back. And then they were like, you know what? Let's just beat him down. Right. Let's just, man, let's jump him. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> just, just kick his ass. And then Pete Dunn does the double stomp. I absolutely love it. Or Butch, excuse me, for those who are brand new to this. Butch does the yeah, double yeah. stomp. Call him by his name <laughs> there, Conrad. Yeah. A butch. Acknowledge the Butch. Freaking A, man. Um, after that, <laughs> Sheamus locks in another clover leaf. Did you did you watch SmackDown yet? Either of I you guys? Did, I did not watch SmackDown. No. Did you see the ending of the IC title match, at least on social media, the controversy behind it? No, I didn't. I missed it. Our, it was the controversy is our two taps, a tap out. Gunther was down there, and he went, and then the ref didn't call for the bell. And Sheamus was like, what do you mean? What? Well, that's, it's not a tap oh. out. And it's ref's discretion, they said. And I think they did that on purpose because the ref was like, I had a good vision. He didn't tap out. And I was like, I kind of hear you on so that. So he though. did tap out, though? He well, how many taps is the tap out? Is it one, two, three, or bro? Is it one, one tap, one tap. I, I'm from the MMA world. I trained MMA for years. Okay, you tap once, it's done. You tap on the shoulder, it's done. You tap on the mat in front of the ref, it's done. So wh I've never Jason, even heard this. How many taps does it take? This is that's ridiculous. That was part of the argument, and the other one was he was looking at her, and maybe he was like, no, I'm not tapping. I'm trying to, like, fight to get up. I don't know, but that was what the, the finish was kind of for part of Interesting. it. Interesting. I'm going to have so, to go back and watch this. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to have to watch it too because I, I, I didn't see that. It's a, it's a banger, that match, by the way. It's a really good one. <laughs> Butch hits a nice moonsault off the barrels. I like that. I thought that was uh, that was nice. Give my man, yo, can we just give him his name back? Can, I guess we'll yes. get into this now, yo. <laughs> I hate everyone's name in this match, like at least a quarter of them. Seamus, cool. I, I, that's what I know you as. You're fine. Right. Butch has to go. If you saw my TikTok, <laughs> I wrote this when it first happened. I was like, I know you didn't do this. And it's the, oh, no, oh, no. Like, it, dude, <laughs> this name Butch sucks. Really I hate works. it. And... I was trying to explain this to a non-wrestling fan. My mother-in-law was here, and she was kind of like, oh, that's an old, like, Irish-type name. And I'm like, this is the problem that I'm having. No, no, it's not good. No. It's not good. It's not. <laughs> When's the last time you met someone named Butch that's under 50? Someone tell me right now. I don't even think I've met anybody named Butch my entire life. 
Yeah. Probably never met someone named Conrad either, but that's beside the point right now. There is nobody named Butch these days hanging around. I think you could do a simple thing where Pete Dunn just eventually goes, yo, that's not my name. That's a nickname I had. Stop calling me Butch. My name is Pete. And then I'm done with it. Then I'm like, cool. We could do this. But it's not even just his name. The Giovanni Vinci, bro. That name sucks. Fabian Eichner was such a cooler name. I kind of like them both. Ludwig Kaiser. I kind of like them both, too, though. Nah, bro. Ludwig Kaiser's I mean, all right. I mean, I I'll take Pete Dunn over Butch. I I'm with you on the argument. But I'm not going to, like, sit here and, 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 and beat a dead a dead cow over this shit you know what i mean like it's just it's no, it's not even worth I, I it i will beat the, no there's some things you have to stand on and if i can have one person's name change it is pete duns fix that <laughs> shit now that is a horrible name i let you have eo sky i let do you, you still like watching him perform or do you let the name no i love name, it no okay <laughs> no he's great I, I still cheer for him i was dude Rob will tell you when he was in that European tournament the first time for the NXT UK title, or maybe was it, it was just the UK championship, I think, in the beginning. Yeah. I said he should win. I was like, yo, this dude is really good, I'm telling you. And everybody was like, yo, that dude was great. I was like, I told yeah. you guys, yo, he's Phenomenal. amazing. I just want him to get more chances, and I think that name Butch will hinder you. Do you see Butch at WrestleMania? Like, just a met Butch no. right across. That's not a I, I agree, name. I agree. So I agree with the name I'm change, but I'm not going to I'm not going to let it, like – eat away at me at night <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> don't do it all right don't don't handicap this kid he's good now after that with all the names and everything uh Gunther hits another clothesline with the shillelagh that's how we went on Smackdown great tease for all that and then he got caught I know it's not the razor's edge but I'm calling it the razor's edge for my guy Scott Hall R.I.P hits the razor's edge through the table on Gunther I know he lost a lot of weight, dude, but that's a heavy body still going through the yeah, table. I felt yeah. for him. I was like, dang, dude, that's me. That's a big <laughs> dude just like, damn, this hurts. Right. Ah. <laughs> I just I couldn't. I felt the pain for him. Uh, bro kick to Giovanni. Perfect. He sold that like a million bucks. Honestly, bro, that was like a loud, loud pop. Yeah, dude, Sheamus is over, bro. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I know for years I have been down on Sheamus, but he is in the right spot now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, I'm he was it. he was uh, one of those guys that you just got tired of seeing there for a little while, and now he's kind of rekindled that fire, and I'm really happy for Sheamus, man. He had the crowd behind yeah. him tonight, man. That, that crowd was popping for him. And does everybody know why they're, they want him to win the IC title so bad? It's the last, like, piece for the gauntlet for him. He needs that so he can be a Grand Slam champion. And I love that it's not coming so easy. Like, he just can't get it. He's like, I want that IC title so bad. And you're making Gunther an unstoppable beast. Like yeah. it works. All right. I don't. I don't like the name Gunther though. That's that's another one. You know what? Like I said, if I if I can only get one name change, it's it's the Butch one. But no, I'll take I'll take Pete Dunn over over Walter. But are you used to the Gunther name now, Jesse? Like has, has I'm, it I'm used to it. Now? I like how they pronounce it, Gunther. Like I don't know. It just <laughs> kind of rolls off the tongue, man. I like it. It just sounds like the new kid who showed up at but, your school and all like your classes. Like, but Walter oh. was cool too when they pronounced it as Walter. You know, like, I, don't I know, feel like man. they're two different people now, though, because of the like body transformation. They just yeah. don't feel like the same people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Jason Marsh who has joined us. Sonny Bimbo in the house saying banger after banger after banger, and that's what they yelled as they went up the ramp too. I I really like this one. Um, fun match here. The uh, Brawling Brutes, once again, Ace in the chat. Shout out to him modding it up. 
saying banger after banger. Let's see. We got some good comments here. They use the Cracker Barrel and AEW for specialty weapons matches. I'm always up for a setting-based match from time to time. Okay. Uh, I think the setup is corny. It's like if the APA had the setup for those bar fights. Yeah, I remember those two, like when they used yeah. to do that on SmackDown. Uh, I'm a fan of trios matches. Fantastic chaos. They had a banger indeed. Bound for Glory was a good show last night. Let's go, BJ. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you got... off of here. Sorry, BJ. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good Bound for Glory. Give Impact the chance. Table spot was awesome. I did. Uh, Matt Lopez says he freaking taps. <laughs> Uh, the double tap instead of the triple, <laughs> he tapped with his palm. The Brazilian tap is up to the ref's discretion. <laughs> Three taps for the drama. <laughs> uh, if I answered that, I'd be canceled. <laughs> you guys know what uh, Butch is allegedly short for? Do I want to know, Rob? Sylvester? Huh, that's a weird shortening. Uh, wrestlers have to hit the mat while reaching for the rope so it makes sense. Yeah, I, I get it adds to drama for pro wrestling. Like you said, in the MMA world, though, I would be pissed if someone tapped and you were like, yo, don't ever do that to me, dog. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why Butch is so mad they're getting his name wrong. Nelson, what's good, bro? I see you in here. Uh, so it could be worse. I was a Wolfgang guy for that tournament. I remember. Uh, shout out to Reasonable Wrestling joining us. Appreciate you guys. I catch you when you're live. Rysulmania is in the house, man, on Twitch. Thank you, thank you. We got a lot. Uh, oh, someone said Dewdrop's the worst name. <laughs> Could be. I'm not a fan of that name either. That's pretty terrible. And just Max Dupree is back to uh, L.A. Knight. Good for him. I hope this dude gets a chance to run with the ball because I think he can do something for them, truthfully. Uh, I wonder if he became Butch because of owning the name thing they do. That could be too. But you can come up with a, a better name than than that, in my opinion. Well, do you think that Triple H is still doing that now that he's running the the whole show? Do you think that like, oh, we're gonna you know copyright whatever name you are? Is that I still that a makes, thing? I think that makes business sense though. If they're gonna follow the Vince philosophy of own the names, then but what if it's your okay. own name? Like you know how like Cody Rhodes got stuck in that gimmick. You know what I mean? He couldn't even be called Cody Rhodes in AEW. So yeah, well, his if name it's your Rhodes, own name, though. are they are they even gonna go through the trouble to copyright that shit or? They might. I don't know. It seems They're silly. Petty. To me. They're petty, bro. They need control over you so that you they can get you to come back or whatever. Um, I feel it. Miz gets into it with the the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. It was a thing. I'm past it. <laughs> you know, like whatever. Uh, this is going to be a recurring theme throughout the night. We'll just say. All right, <laughs> SmackDown Women's Championship match: Ronda Rousey, Liv Morgan. Thoughts. Thoughts, Jesse, thoughts. <laughs> well, I mean, going into this, I didn't expect much. I mean, it's Ronda Rousey and it's Liv Morgan. Um, I mean, I understand the fans were clamoring for her to be champion and stuff. I don't understand why. Maybe it's just because she's kind of paid her dues or whatever. But, she, I mean, she's not very good, bro. <laughs> I'm just going to go on and say it. She's not very good. She's not too entertaining to watch. Tonight, though, I will say turned out a lot better than I expected. Out of the match. I mean, we had some soft-ass chair shots in there, um, a bad-looking chair spot, and... The bat? The, that bat was gimmicked, right? It was like, was it like yeah, a plastic yeah, bat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, way... she was trying to hit her in the booty, but I was just like, uh, I don't know if, yeah. I, I mean, they were getting the... welts from it, but I mean, yeah. bro, it's a bat. Listen, like, if you're, if you're taking shots with a bat, you're going down. 
Yeah. I'm coming with the Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. I don't know if you remember this Nitro, you, since you guys are doing your uh, Attitude Era reviews on your podcast, which you guys can sure. catch every Wednesday in the morning. It's up there for you to watch right before we do our Dynamite review. Highly recommend it. I listen to it every Wednesday. But when uh, Hall and Nash came out, do you remember when the ring was surrounded with the cops and they had the cops with, like, their hands ready to get put on the guns and all oh, that? Yeah. And they came with the baseball bats and they were pounding them on the steel steps so that you knew they were real. They were hitting them, like, on the post and stuff. That's when I was like, okay, cool. And most people said they never use a gimmick baseball bat. And I think it was Sting who said he used it once and he hated it. So, and this one, it just, something felt weird about it. It felt very Harley Quinn-esque that they were trying to use They had like a chain, uh, it looked like there was a chain screwed into it too, hanging down. And I, I don't know, I didn't see no screw. So that's where I, I was like, all right, gimmick, that's a gimmick. Because it yeah. looked like it was just made that way, I guess. I don't know. No screw. Yeah, you're supposed to be the, the bad expert here. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fake. <laughs> okay. That's fake. Should have just there started with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fake. Um, Smack That Women's title was very good. Matt Lopez liked this. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't feeling this one. Liv hits a nice senton through the table. Uh, Rhonda then gets her in a in an arm bar. I think that was what she had her in, right? She, yeah, like uh, yeah. when the when the before the camera made that weird weird cut <laughs> to the lady. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? What the hell is this? Um, you can see Rhonda like kind of inching for it, and then she kind of turns over. And then they make the cut, but then you come back. It's like okay, I got her in the in the arm bar, but then it it turns funky because Liv doesn't know what she's trying to do. Right. Or I think she she knows what she's trying to do, but she can't execute. Yeah, Liv passes out and she takes the L. KJ has joined us. What is good? What she is pat- good? She passed out with a goofy ass smile on her face too, and then was laughing <laughs> afterwards. Right. So what? What is the significance of that? I guess I don't know if that was a botch or if that's going to play into the story. Maybe uh, I don't know if she did exactly that. It was close, but I don't know if that's what happened. Uh, you'd have to be in the live chat to see what he just said. I cannot reference this on the show. Uh, I want to do dishes for this match. Damn. Hey, so dishes got to get done sometime. So <laughs> why not? I mean, um, duty calls, overall, man. Overall, Ronda wins. I I kind I predicted this. I, I think me everyone too. did. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think we'll it had to be that way. I mean, honestly, anybody in the chat, have you taken Liv Morgan serious as your SmackDown champion? I mean, if if, if Liv Morgan was going to get a victory, I guess it would have been here because there was weapons involved and everything, but. I mean, how long could we carry this on for? No, she she could have had a she could have had a longer run when she could have had the title way back when. Way back when they, yeah. they passed on that opportunity when they should have given it to her then. I think it's all about how you're booked, and the money in the bank sometimes is a is an albatross. I think for people like. You end up getting this, and it looks like a fluke. So then they keep booking you like it's a fluke. This reminded me of booking of Rey Mysterio in 2006, I believe. I, I don't know if anyone remembers that, but Rey Mysterio was treated like, oh, he can barely get by, and he's losing a great collie. I'm like, this is the world champion, bro. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, I don't want to watch this show if he's in the main event and he's struggling to beat the great Kali. So, I don't know. Uh, Matt Lopez is hoping that Ronda stays healed with this and lived in a weird post-match interview. I didn't see the interview. Did they show that? It was on was it this? was on the website. I okay. think at this day and age with all wrestling companies, like you don't get to see those things anymore. They're like, check out social media. Right. So yeah. that's what they use it for. Um I saw it pop up, but I didn't click on it. 
Uh, Liv is it for me. She's probably better as a heel. Let's see what she does. I thought Charlotte was going to come back, but we didn't get that tonight. So we did eventually get some sort of promo from her. Yeah. Not a promo, but like a promo package, I guess. Right. Uh, the SummerSlam match messed her up. Yeah, that definitely made her feel weak. Um, let's get into this next one here, which was the strap match. This is the one I really want to talk to, uh, Jesse about, uh, Drew McIntyre, Karrion Cross. Um, yeah, early in the match, like Karrion Cross refused to put the strap on his wrist. He was like, no, nah, I'm not doing it, dog. And then, uh, the match finally begins. Like it started off really slow. I don't really even want to get into every single thing that happened into this. This was a physical match, but. Jesse, give me your thoughts overall on like Cross's character work for you. And do you like him? Because you two are like the dark character masters right now that are on here. So what, do you guys like really dig him or is he missing something? I'll, I'll go to Jesse first. Personally, I like him. Like I like Karrion Cross. I just I feel like he has that look for me. But um, I feel like the WWE audience just doesn't know who the hell he is. Like I, I feel I feel like he's had zero reaction since he's come back um and this takes me back to that wwe live event that i went to when i finally got to I, that was the first time i got to see him live so when he came um he came out i looked at my wife and i was like oh dope you know we get to see carrying cross it's my first time getting to see him live and it was quiet like you can hear a pin drop in the arena it was it was so weird that he had no reaction but he, but people knew who he was from nxt so I don't, i'm not really sure what audience we're dealing with when it comes to WWE, man. I, they must just not watch anything outside of WWE or – I don't know, man. I'm digging it, um, but a, as far as what they're doing right now, I think it's going to be a, a little while before he gets his name out there. Uh, this build with uh, Drew McIntyre wasn't really it for me. You definitely hit the nail on the head when you said it because in my notes I wrote, who is Karrion Cross?" Now, I watched NXT. I kind of get it, yeah. but I still feel like even in NXT, we, what's the deal with this guy? Why is he who he is? We're asking more questions than answers we have, and I think they need to give us some answers now. Like, let me explain to you why I am care, like how, how I grew up or whatever. We don't know anything about this dude. And tonight, I didn't like the finish of it. I mean, Derek, give your thoughts on Karrion. Um, so I, I'll go the opposite way. I, I, well, no, I'll, I'll say, um, I do agree. Uh, the world definitely, definitely doesn't know who Carrying Cross is, even though they do. Like it, some, the, I guess the thing that's missing for me is I feel like the, the aggression, the anger that he has is kind of forced instead of just being there. It's just like, like I'm like I'm I'm hyped up I'm like jacked up and everything but now I'm forcing it onto you instead of just saying hey I'm here I'm 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 vicious I'm getting ready to put you on your ass and that's that agree he's coming off very Braun Strowman esque yes <laughs> yeah you know what's crazy though he's got the size though like here's he what does. I see the look though I he see does. the look and I'm like yo this should be a main event he's got the height he's got the size he's got the muscles he's got the girl the only thing that fears me with the girl is the Mark Merrow thing y'all may not remember this yep. now Jesse you're probably gonna start looking into this because you're getting into the later years of all this but Mark Merrow was a great wrestler Johnny B. Bad was the shit I'm telling you guys like I'm not even joking I love Johnny B. Bad you can make fun great. of him he's a little Richard and all that I don't care 
uh, Little Richard lookalike, excuse me, pause. <laughs> but <laughs> with Johnny B. Bad, like, the dude is, he was great. He was great in the ring. But what happened? He comes to the WWE and he gets overshadowed because he wanted his wife to be with him, who is now married to Brock Lesnar, Sable. And Sable became the star. Put Sable out there to sell the shirts. Sable should be in the WrestleMania match. And what happened to Mark Merrow? Who knows? Because he just disappeared from wrestling. And I kind of felt bad for the dude. But uh, Mark and he's Merrow had some me. excellent matches, too, as Mark Merrow in the WWF. Yeah. Like, I remember watching a match with him. I think it was him and Stone Cold that was excellent, dude. And I think it was at King, King of the Ring. King of the Ring? Yeah, King of the Ring 96, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. It was just, it was phenomenal, dude. Um, I don't know, man. I see all you guys hating on uh, Karrion Cross's hair, too, man. Karrion Cross said, leave that boy's hair alone. I mean, he looked like a porcupine after tonight's match, but, I mean, I think he's, I don't think his hair is that bad. I see everybody shitting on it online, dude. It's, not, it's really not that bad. We got too many bald guys wrestling anyway, Conrad. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Listen, man. It's it's not choice. God, God chose me to be bald. Right? He was like, I got you, bro. I got I'm next you. in line, brother, so I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> So I I just made the choice to do it before he decided to make it look bad on me. So I was like, I got you. I, I'm seeing the signs. Um, Johnny Johnny B. Bad WCW theme was fire. I love that everybody's having uh, Johnny B. Bad moments. Listen, they hit each other with the straps in this match. It needed something a little bit more. Those are tough matches sometimes to sell. I did like that it wasn't the four corner tap thing. I yo yeah. I hate that. It's so those. stupid. Yeah, they're like, let me just drag you around with me here for a second. So that's actually just... called a, 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 a four corners match or a corner match or something like that. It's not just a strap match. But it's, this strap tonight looked really gimmick too. It didn't look like a thick leather strap yeah. like we're used to. This looked like a really thin um, <laughs> just piece of fabric or something. You, you didn't really hear the impact from uh, the, the strap hitting. So You know what? That, 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 that's what I was going to say. It looked like a, um, I, I've never seen a leather strap that was like two-toned. Yeah, it looked almost two toned to me. Yep, I've been beat with a strap that was two toned. That was because of me, though. So you know, back in the day, bad report card came home. I felt like I've taken worse whoopings than they were getting with some of those. I was like, all right, boys, step it up. But these these guys, they went out there, they did like their backs were cut up. I'm not trying to like put a front on like, oh, it was horrible. But I think it was the blows were less. Like Drew, Drew looked fine. Yeah. Like his back, I was like, yo, this dude is smooth. He was like, yeah, I'm good. Carrie is the one all tore up from it. But the match ends with Scarlett jumping in the ring. And how do you feel like this took away the finish? She sprays him with, was it mace pepper spray? I, I think they were trying to say it was pepper spray. I think they said it was pepper spray. And down goes Drew, elbow to the back of the head, one, two, three, that's it. I didn't like it. Jesse? I mean... Dude, the match the match was okay for what it was, but I'm not a I'm not a fan of the the whole strap match thing. And the finish was I mean this is WWE we're talking about, so uh, if it wasn't for the pepper spray, I'd say I'd say the finish would have sucked horribly. But since she got the pepper spray on, I can see it. I mean, have you ever been hit with pepper spray before? Right? Uh it, no. It, me personally, it, no. Yeah. It's no joke. It's no joke, and I don't care what I'm getting hit with after that. I'm staying down, right. buddy. I'm so, more afraid to ask why you've been hit with pepper spray if you have been. <laughs> uh, old times, I don't want to know. Old times. 
back in the day, we were some wild cats, bro. You don't yeah, want to know. Yeah. We've all been in police cars, I'm sure. <laughs> Never arrested, but I've been in the back of one day. What's going on here? <laughs> Shout out to Rodney, who has joined us in the chat. His hair over the BDSM helmet, Matt Lopez said. I will agree with that. Not entirely true. Sable went along for the interview, and Vince was smitten. Offered her the world. Which Vince? Badoosh. Sorry, oh. sorry. That was... <laughs> right, bro, you gotta put her on, bro. Uh, Mark Merrill, Owen Hart, King of the Ring was also a good one. People are saying, "Holy smokes, Deanna, what's going on?" Four corners, drag them all to four. Uh, she couldn't aim with the fireball, so she used pepper spray. Uh, knowing Cross was from NXT, uh, no, this was fine. Uh, Cross should have had any help to win. Yeah, I think he could have benefited from just a, a dominating win, too. But Drew, you got to keep Drew strong, too. I don't know. I think Drew's just been dead in the water ever since he did that singing shit after he lost that clash at the castle. That was buns, in my opinion. So we're going to move on. Miz is talking to Maurice on the phone. Ooh-wee. Uh, the Flyers mascot shows up again. I could care less about this. Whatever. Sorry, Philly. Don't hate me. Don't boo me. But whatever. We're moving on from this. Bianca. Belair and Bailey ladder match for the raw women's championship here. Uh, during the entrances, we saw Nikita Lyons and then something popped into my head with all these new announcers coming. How many times is Booker T going to be like, Oh, shucky ducky quack quack. She's in my fave five Nikita Lyons and last legend. I can hear it now on <laughs> NXT. Booker T is going to be either really funny or terrible for this show. There's no in between. It's just going to be one of those two things. Um, what did you guys think of this one? Though I'm not even gonna get too deep in it. Derek, what what did you think of the the ladder match with the ladies? Um, I I thought I thought it was I thought it was decent. Um, there there were a couple couple missed spots for me. Um, like logic logically, some some spots just didn't work. Uh, except for the one though where uh Bianca used her brain and said, "Hey, I'm down." But I'm gonna kick this ladder over because I'm down. Instead of like jumping up to like, oh, I gotta get up, I gotta get up. No, doesn't work that way all the time. You have to think of, so to speak, on your feet and do something logically, which is what should happen at least fifty percent of the time. Yeah, Jesse. I uh, dude, this ladder match was frustrating for me. Like, I just. uh I don't know, man. There were so many ladders going everywhere, and <laughs> they did so much stupid shit that I just I, I couldn't wrap my mind around. There's ladders here, and she's gonna set up the ladder for for you know climbing up to try to grab the belt. But instead of the one that's leaning against the ropes, she kicks that shit down and grabs a whole new ladder, builds it up. I don't know, man. Like this this shit was everywhere for me. And for one, like I know I'm gonna get heat for saying this, but I am just over Bianca Belair, man. I'm over it. Like she has no personality for me to enjoy. Like none. She's a great athlete, but I'm just completely overwatching her. But the fans were cheering her tonight, man. She was she was getting a huge pop. So I don't know. Maybe they're seeing something I I don't see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on now. I gotta uh, stop I mean, from there. I love Bianca's reign. Man. But why? Why do you? Why do you love it though? It, you gotta explain why you love it. What has she Bianca, done? What has she done that stands out? So I follow Bianca since NXT, and I love I love that she never got the NXT Women's Championship. Like that made her reign 
better. Like, I waited for that moment. When she had that moment at WrestleMania with Sasha, I'm like, let's see if she delivers. That match was fan-freaking-tastic when she had it. And I thought she deserved it. And ever since then, out of the four horsewomen, I'll say she's been the one to step up. Like, in the women's division, her, Rhea Ripley, and a few others. I'm like, yo, these are the women that we need to be focused on for the next, after when the horsewomen want to retire, these are the ones that you're building. Uh, I like Bianca though. I think I think I could just get down. Maybe it's the culture type thing. I get it. Does the she entertain you on the mic or or with personality or anything like that? She's okay for for WWE entertainment. Yes, I think she's very basic. Like you're waiting for the I'm the best. I'm the nicest. I'm the greatest. And okay, we get it. We get it. And she says that stuff over and over again. And I think that's gonna have to develop. But do you know what I want to see her do eventually? Her and Montez Ford as heels. I think that's where the real money is for both of them. I think that's I what like she needs to do right now. Like, I just don't like her there. as a babyface. I'm not saying that she has no potential whatsoever because she's fantastic in the ring. Like, that chick can move. But, I mean, Bailey right now is terrible. So I'm not, I'm not like, putting Bailey over, over Wait, Bianca which, Bell. It, what do you mean by that? Like, this whole thing that she's doing with damage control is just bad. Like, it, it's terrible to watch. It's not entertaining. Um, I feel like her promos haven't been on point either. It's just kind of the old school heel, you know, yelling at kids in the audience, <laughs> telling them that they, that I don't suck and ripping fan, you know, just cheap heat, cheap heat. So she's um, always been about that though, yelling at Cole even. <laughs> but I I liked her when she was a single star as a heel. I thought that that was kind of moving upward. You know what I mean? Until she got injured, and then when she got injured, she came back with these two, just kind of I don't know, overshadowed her. Maybe it's just a little ring rust or whatever it is. I, I'm not sure. This this match though just wasn't wasn't it for me, man. Like the, I mean, it was okay, but I feel like there's just so much going on and so like for one, why do you need like 20 ladders out for two people? Like tell tell me that right now. Like why do we have 20 ladders out there taking up all this space for two people? Remember when it used to be one? I'm so old that I can remember when you had one ladder. That's that what I'm saying. Bro, that was all you had. That's what I'm saying, man. If you're going to have 20 ladders, throw that shit under the ring. You know, I, like, I think that's I, just I the money in the bank and people got to use it for more spots. It was like, yo, what if we did this? And we had a ladder here and then a ladder there. And, you know. Do you think that, the like, these, these gimmick matches are kind of getting overshadowed by how many spots have been done? It's like every time we get a ladder match yeah. or a cage match, what can we do that's different? I don't. Right. I don't think yeah, that that's dude. needed in ladder matches. I don't think you need. Yeah, dude, different. you're starting to see people hang the ladder off a post and shit. I'm like, yo, this is dangerous, bro. Like, what yeah. are we doing here? Yeah. So sometimes I do think they take it a little too far with it, but they're out there trying to do it, man. The women want the same type of matches the men get. I'm all for it. Let them have it. Uh, I thought this one was all right, but this was the one I got wrong. I got my. I had Bailey winning this. And sadly, that's not what happened. It was, uh, well, I shouldn't say sadly. I wasn't mad that Bianca won. I just thought Bailey needed it more. Like you said, damage control is not credible. And I see a bunch of people yeah. in the chat kind of echoing the same thing. Um, Bianca ends up just getting the win here. I mean, it was it was fine for what it was. She had no help, though. Like, they made damage control got beat up by one person. I hope people, like, realize this tonight. And by the yeah. way, shout out to Bianca. And I forgot who was the uh, person on the, the back end. I th- was it EO? Uh, who was like leaning off the side and she had to like push herself adjust yeah. i was like yo beast for like being able to still do that even though the that spot was good. went wrong 
Really good. Yeah, that was good. She wins. I don't see her being champ much longer. The real question is who dethrones her. If it wasn't Bailey, I feel like it's Rhea. Yo, Rhea's I did asked. like I did like the finish to this match though. How she put Bailey down with the ladder. Yeah, mm-hmm, it looked yes. like you know that 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 whole uh, finish sequence was was really good. It's just the match was just kind of everywhere for me. Too many ladders, to, trying to figure out too much stuff to do off of them, and I don't know. It was just even my wife was sitting there like, "What the hell are they doing with these ladders?" <laughs> like, do Hold they on. know which ladder they want to set up or what? Steve brought up that he thought her jaw got jacked on it too. Like something yeah. went wrong with that because I saw Bailey grabbing her mouth a lot after. So yeah, it, it, it looked like she hit pretty hard. Yeah, she went down like a ton of bricks. Uh, Rodney said he thought it was a good match. Maybe Bailey should have had this one. I think it hurts damage control. Uh, BJ said, I heard someone this week pitch the idea for damage control to finally take her down by cutting the hair. Uh, that makes her look like a beast. That's risque, too. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Like, I think a lot of people who don't that, watch wrestling. It's got to be fake, though, right? Like her hair? Yeah. It's not. It's oh, not yeah. But you don't. Oh, damn, you, that's you, that's you many, many, touch. many years of growing that shit. Yeah, you yeah. you don't touch you don't touch a sister's hair though. That's like one of the oh, rules. Yeah. Like oh. you just know. So be careful. There could be some backlash to it. R Dub says, "I hate to say it, but she killed Damage Control, and she's starting to become stale. She is impressive, but when you see it constantly, you become numb. Time for the queen to take back the throne. I hope that ain't Charlotte we're talking about. Cause I hope it is Charlotte, bro. Oh, you're a fan. I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Charlotte. Rank Huge the four horsewomen right now, in your huh? personal opinion. I'm a, I'm a, you already know, dude. We've had this conversation, Conrad. I literally talked to you. But the people haven't heard it. Okay, okay. So now I'm going to break it down, man. Charlotte, 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 and Charlotte. Like, that. that's really all I give a shit about. Dive <laughs> on. Like, no, Charlotte's great, man. Like, I mean, dude, athletically, I don't think anybody can touch this chick in the ring. That's That's no. just how I feel. That's fair. Uh, and I mean, when is Sasha coming back? Is she coming back? That's a good question. I, you so, know what? I, I think the perfect time, if if it doesn't happen at Survivor Series, we need to move past it. Then Survivor Series is in Boston. Let's see I almost want to say that AEW needs her, dude. Like they could use her, I will say. But do you have the time? We don't want to get back into the same thing we were in before with. Luckily, I shouldn't say luckily. Right now, they have suspensions that they're dealing with. So now the TV time's more available. We yeah. had two-pack last night. You're not going to get that with everybody, though, as far as uh, the WWE shows go. Yeah, that's I don't. I don't know. Um, let me see here. I want a face Charlotte versus heel Bianca. Someone's got to want to cheer Charlotte first. Our dub. She could probably get there, though. Damage control. Whoa, that is a harsh. They're, they're done. Yeah, I, um, I think I think Charlotte needs to stay healed, dude. I don't like a face a face Charlotte though. Matt Lopez says this hurts war games if uh, damage control is one of the teams now. He thinks I kind of agree. Bailey was bleeding from the mouth. Definitely, Rhea. People are saying Chucky saying Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. I, I'm with you on that. Sasha's my favorite too out of all of them. Keep Charlotte on my TV. <laughs> you, you know who Derek wants kept off his TV? All right. Keep that man clear off TV, bro. Just just enjoy it, man. Hey, Derek, Derek, Captain Insano shows no mercy. Just saying. <laughs> oh, Jesse, don't do me. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I don't like Big Show either. Sasha's not going to Japan, bro. That bank account ain't big enough for it, unless she wants to do it. Uh, So I just figured this one out. Uh-oh. 
Uh oh. Main two K Yeah, well, come, main two K, stay in here. I'm gonna need you if you're finding details out like that. Uh, yes, yes, VJ knows. Yes, the chat loves the Big Show, baby. That's what I like <laughs> to see. Bring back Shofunaki. We're definitely moving on from this segment now. <laughs> you guys, you guys made me move on. Uh, going we, into people hate Charlotte week. that much to where they're going to start talking about Funaki. <laughs> <laughs> the I Quit match with uh, your favorite Derek Edge and Finn Balor. Um, Edge came out, yo, shout out, yo. There are so many funny moments in this show tonight. When Edge came out, I don't know if anyone noticed the security dude who was like, he tried to lean back. Uh, said, now listen, I'm a big brother too. He was leaning back and he was thought no one could see him. I'm like, bro, I can see you clear as day. I know you're trying to move so the people can see him. I'm like, I can see you, bro. I was like, if I was Edge, I would have been like, get up, bro. Yeah. I would have just did something stupid like that right at that moment just because. <laughs> But uh, I like that. And then Finn Balor, they remixed the theme. I like this. It feels right now. Yeah, but then they had Finn Balor coming out looking like Kanye from 2013. (laughs) What's going on here, man? Uh, Got him looking like a gimp. Matt Lopez said he came out looking like Hellraiser. Uh, I definitely said he came out looking like the safe word is banana. He came out with the BDSM mask, and that's no shame, bro. If that's what you're into, do your thing, Finn. Do your thing, bro. I'm not here to judge. Safe word is pineapple juice. (laughs) Pineapples! Pineapples! (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is what it was. You you guys knew this was going to be a brawl. They were fighting in the crowd. I like that Edge used a hockey stick. Uh, Greatest flyer ever. Eric Lindros for you. I don't know, man. It's either Eric Lindros or, uh, oh God, Delano Shields, I think his name was. Yeah. Or was he, he was, a, was he a goalie? He was the goalie who fought the Sabres goalie in that big fight. All right, man. Well, I don't want to talk hockey, especially <laughs> Buffalo Sabres with all due respect, <laughs> Buffalo. You're just not doing it for me right now. Somebody said Finn with the Kanye mask, that entrance dude, LOL. Michael Cole was fantastic. Yeah. Michael Cole was a little animated tonight. Who doesn't love Kai and Ty? <laughs> this chat is going crazy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This was pretty cool, though, for the most part, Jesse. I mean, what did, what did you think of any I, of this? I thought that this was the match of the night for me. I mean, I already knew how they were going to end this match. How else do you end it? You know, are you going to have Finn Balor say, I quit? You're going to have Edge say, I quit clean? I, I don't know. I, I think everybody That's what called makes this. I quit matches tough, man, especially when it's like the it, it's heel a baby gimmick. face. Yeah, it it is rough uh, for 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 the two of them. It's like uh, you can't really have either of them say I quit. They're, they're just not built that way. I think everybody who did predictions that I listened to from like BJ us, um, everybody who brought it up said the same kind of finish for this. There was yeah. only one way. Finn has to win because Judgment Day has looked weak as hell, and they did the exact same thing we all thought. There were uh, beatdowns. Yo, Michael Cole, before I get to the finish, Michael Cole was on one tonight, yo. Did he say someone should slap that kid like about Dominic? I was like, yo, bro, thank goodness this dude is over 18. I'm like, what are you saying right now? Someone should slap him. And Cole's just standing up. Derek's like, why is he standing right now just yelling? (laughs) What are you doing? He was name dropping a lot of guys, too, throughout the commentary tonight, too. Like Sting. and uh, he, He brought up Nia Jax. He was bringing up. Tons of names, man. Like, I love this WWE to where we can actually uh, break down that wall a little bit. You know Vince would have never allowed him to say any of these uh, uh, any of these names just because they don't work there anymore. 
from his marketing class from 1950. Shut up, Michael. You don't know what you're talking about. All right, shut up. Or I'll come out there and do it myself. But oh god, we don't want that. Hell, I don't want him to say it. But they were. <laughs> they, they end up getting Rhea Ripley uh, in the ring with Beth. Beth tries to help Edge. There's kicks square to the nuts. A bunch of, a bunch of stuff. All right, I'll Rochambeau you for it. Down he go or down goes Beth. Beth get, is going to get Concerto. Edge is being held after taking three coup de gras, and he, you know, he wouldn't quit throughout it. And he just finally says, "Okay, I quit. Whatever." For his wife. And what's the best thing a heel could do? This should be a lesson to all after this. Yes. I'm not going to do it. Okay, you quit? All right, now I'm going to do it. So he quit for no reason. His wife was being threatened. You could always say it's the shock value for it. But I thought this kept Finn strong. It did. Edge looks like a credible baby face who shows care for his family. And I thought it made the Judgment Day look strong. Dominic's a weasel. Damian yep. Priest is, uh, is smart. He took the bullet because he's the the biggest follower of Finn. It makes it way better. I know I'm harsh on Judgment Day, and I still will be, because I still think the reason they did this was stupid. But I thought it worked. It was okay. I mean, like for the for the whole situation, it worked. So then now Edge Edge being being my guy, Edge has to come back as the bit you know like a stronger baby face, but he has to be. He has to be that edge that he came back when he wrestled Randy Orton. Yeah, he's gonna have. I think him and Beth versus uh, Finn and Rhea would be a great like oh, yeah. Survivor Series match. Mm-hmm. If you could or do just something or like just that. or just Beth versus Rhea would be good. That would be good too. I, I would enjoy I'll take that. It. I'll take Did, it, and then that could be the feud that puts her into contention for Bianca. Yeah, correct. Uh, Derek, did you actually like the match though? Besides, no, I didn't. Like did you like what they did? I did. I did. I, it, was, it was definitely a good match. Um, I, I agree with you, though. Um, definitely match of the night for me. Yeah, okay. it, it's it's close uh, to that trio match. I'd say those two. Those two were it for me. Yeah, I was hoping for a Ray heel turn. My man Ray Mysterio can't turn heel, man. Not, I no thought it was going to happen for a second. No more – yeah, you thought he was going to pull out the Grape Street mask? Yo, what's up with the purple bandanas, too? Like, Grape Street, homie, what you doing over here? Like, what is the purple? It's the least intimidating, like, bandana color. And I'm always just like, <laughs> all right, man, I guess, if that's how they're rolling. Uh, but I, I was fearful, too. Like, I was like, if Ray pulls off a mask and he's like, yeah, I'm with them, that would be absolutely insane. Heal Ray Mysterio. Yeah, I'm like, you better call Conan. Conan better be managing him, coming out with like right. the towel. Like, yeah, this is my boy right here. About to beat you down. Um, I just can't see Ray turning heel at this point. He's like Ricky Steamboat, like forever loved dude. No one's gonna want to see that. Minus that Royal Rumble where he got booed the shit out of him because no. he wasn't Brian Danielson. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone sees Marvel's uh werewolf, but uh by night Edge looks like uh Jack on the Extreme Rules match poster. I will have to check good, it out. Actually. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals out of here. <laughs> Yo, Rob's giving us the MLP rundown right now. People are getting eliminated tonight. Uh, no lie, I want an edge to win. Uh, Beth versus Rhea. Yes, yes. What's going uh, hey, on, Rob, Sick? Rob, the Mariners are moving on, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about them Blue Jays, though? 
Boys let me down again, man. <laughs> Juggernaut, what's good, bro? What's good? Not in the grapefruits, he said. Derek, Mr. Picky Pants. Hello. <laughs> uh, I love it, man. You guys keep the comments coming. Nighthawk says he's waiting for the Ray versus Dominic match. I could see that. That might be a Survivor Series one, too. Man. All right. Main event time. It's time for that fight pit match. I was a big fan of this, and I'm glad that we have Jesse in here. Jesse is like a MMA expert out of all of us, so he could probably give us the the real deal and what he likes with these and what he doesn't. Oh, and I skipped. Uh, Dexter Loomis finally got his hands on the Miz creepily, and uh, yeah, the mask guy got his kicking. Boom, we're done with that. Back to this one though. Daniel Cormier, special guest ref. DC came out. He was looking happy. He was looking jolly. I don't even know what else to say about him. Uh, DC is DC. Yeah. That's all I can say. That's, that's all I can say about Pretty the dude. Much. He's a happy-go-lucky dude. Uh, he's probably like who you want corporately to represent like UFC and your brand because he's he's just a fun-loving dude. That's all I can say. Um, I really hope that Ken Shamrock would have got this spot. I need to see Ken Shamrock honored back in the WWE. I think that he deserves better than what he gets from them, personally. I don't know. I was a little saddened by that. Uh, somebody said DC is whack. Come on now. <laughs> we got some John Jones fans in the house. I take it. I did pick him to win every time when they went against each other, though. Um, Rollins comes out, bro. Jesse was feeling this. We hit, We have another chat going on. The RVD attire. I thought that was dope tonight. It was a nice little tribute for Extreme Rules. It was it was cool, man. I liked it. It was cool. I still don't get the gimmick, but it was cool. I like it. I explained the gimmick to you in the in, in the private chat, man. I told you. I told you what it's all about, man. It's his big F you to the independence and AEW and everybody else about how much money he makes and he can do whatever he wants and go outlandish and wear the fanciest clothes. Every, you know what I mean? Like it's he's just He's wild, man. Seth Rollins is fucking wild. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I it it's it sucks for me because I, I felt like this this gimmick could have gone so differently and it, it could have been skyrocketed to where it is now a long time ago. Yeah. Like I agree. I, like it like you, you take you take you take the, the, the first gimmick that he had where he was he was basically like like the prophet. You easily could have made this like I don't want to say his name, so JJ, if you if you if you don't if you know who he, who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. But if you don't, I I can't say it on here. But if you know who I'm talking about, you know, um, you know, he it's it's too much it's too much fun for me. <laughs> like this gimmick, like if you have the people following you. You don't have them. You don't have this kind of fun. I need you coming in like, not necessarily preaching, but kind of giving a word like, "Hey." So you liked him when he was the Messiah better than this? I, yeah, I like the Messiah better. I I can get behind that too. Yeah, the Messiah. I, I like the Messiah better. better. Than this. But I, I'm just explaining to Conrad what the gimmick is because he's like, I don't get it. I don't get. I, this is what it no, is. No, but man. it was Derek. Derek, you watched with me during uh the. Can we say pandemic now on YouTube? I don't care. Flag it then. Yeah. Pandemic, like during the pandemic stuff, like none of this like lined up right. Like you were the Messiah, then all of a sudden you're like, ha, 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 
and funny and, <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, this feels mid card. You're a main eventer. Like what like I think he's so good that I'm like, yo, you're better than this. Like yeah. what is this right now? I think a lot but, of people said it had to do with that last Bray Wyatt loss though. And they're trying to tie back into that somehow. If you've never seen Derek's rant, we all ranted on that one time. Go back and find the Hell in a Cell. Was it 2019 or 2020? I don't remember. Crown, Crown Jewel? Was it Crown Whatever Jewel? Whatever it was. No, no, it was Hell in a Cell, bro. We watched that. Derek had a rant that someone clipped, bro. They thought it was so funny. They clipped us, and they were like, bro, these guys went off. And Derek just said I, he couldn't handle it. And we are like, what did you guys do? How do you have a non-finish in hell in the cell? This used to end feuds. Yeah. He just went crazy. Yeah. And that's a casual fan. They shouldn't get that mad. Like, Derek's just a casual fan. And he got really mad. Oh, God. Have you seen it, Jesse? Yeah, yeah, I oh, remember he... it. Oh, okay. It was terrible. Yeah. It was... I mean, no, I don't – I, don't, I probably – no, I didn't see your I didn't see your rant on it, but I, I'm sure I wasn't as mad as you were. Oh God, listen, <laughs> I, I think I think for like what half half of the review I was quiet. Yeah, he didn't say a word. He was like, I don't even, I don't even want to talk right now. <laughs> like that's how mad he was. <laughs> so I love it though. Exactly. Fight pit match, Jesse, MMA expert. What did you think of this? Do you like this setup? Did you see the first one with like Timothy Thatcher? I did. I did. Okay, I, I, I seen the first one. To, like, what did you think? Like, lighting, it's different. Jesse's an aesthetics guy. He's a big uh, podcast guy. Cares so about his I, audio. I thought that if you were going for that MMA look, it probably should have looked more like the first one. Because this one, you know, being in the big arena and having all the colors for Extreme Rules and everything, it just, I don't know. I, I think that they should have tweaked this match a little bit. It, don't take away the ropes. Have your wrestling you know, be a part of it as well. You know, just a, a cage match with the extra top on it, call it the fight pit, whatever. Um, it's it's pretty much the, the same shit. <laughs> they just ain't got ropes. It's a cage match. Like, that's what it is. Bigger's uh, Lions, Lions Den. Um, no, because the Lions Den was different. It was it was smaller. It was circle. just that. Yeah, that little circle pit. Like, see, that, that I would consider like a fight pit. And as far as, like, DC coming in, I really enjoyed DC as the ref here just because I know how – I mean, I'm not a huge fan of DC or anything. I also wanted John Jones to win out of <laughs> out of all those matches. Um, I, I don't know. I was really happy for DC because I know that he's wanted to work with WWE for, for many years. Since they got the Fox deal, he's wanted to come in and do something with WWE. So the fact that he finally got to do that – as a referee in this match, it made sense, but I also agree that Ken Shamrock probably would have fit better in this scenario just because they were trying to give it that lion's den feel, but it just wasn't the lion's den feel. It was a wrestling ring with a cage around it. I like this gimmick match. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. Like I loved how this cage looked. I loved the platform, the, the extra stuff that you could do off it. It was creative. And I feel like that's what WWE's needed for some time. Instead of just calling a street fight a Donnie Brook match or, you know, you know what I mean, a four four corners match, a strap match, wh whatever the the case is, uh, they just kind of take matches and change up the name, really. But it's yeah. the same match. Um, this this one felt weird just because it was you know you can only win by knockout and submission, so no pinfall or anything like that. Um, I don't really like that aspect. It, it's not MMA, bro. Your professional wrestling don't do MMA shit. You know what I mean? Because it's not right. the same. I, I get Riddle was in MMA, and he was very good, as a matter of fact. But um, I They just mentioned he beat John basket. Jones. He beat John yeah. Jones in high school. A lot of people yeah. don't know that. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I, see, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, I don't even know if that's uncle. that's true or not, but I remember uh <laughs> I remember Your, reading Uncle that. Uncle Dave Uncle Dave said it was true and he said he was surprised they finally just mentioned it. Like he was thought that would be like a big like oh, okay. point for them. So Okay. Good for good for them. And Uncle Dave likes uh MMA too and if you don't know who that is, you just don't know. So the, he's not, uh, he's not worth mentioning Meltzer. for the most part. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on here. Fucking talking Dave Meltzer? What are we talking over here? Oh, that was one of those rare moments I actually had to cough and I had to mute myself for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, as for as for the match, though, the match was really good. I, I liked the match. Um, it, I don't know. I, I felt like the I Quit match kind of showed it up, and that probably should have been the main event, but you never really know how these things are going to go. Uh, I get because it was a cage that that's why they placed it at the main event. I'm honestly shocked that the, the Liv Morgan match wasn't the main event. Cause I was reading that that was what was going to be placed out there because we don't have a heavyweight title match on the line. And this was, Hell no. <laughs> I, I know I get it. I wouldn't want that as the main event either, but I'm shocked that it wasn't just because I... that was Ronda Rousey, big, you know, big names star, um, it just seemed like some WWE shit that they would pull, but I'm glad that they didn't. I'm glad that this was the main event, and uh, I thought the match was all right, man. It wasn't it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't that good either. It's all right. No one likes DC hashtag Marvel. Come on now, <laughs> that man's great. Hey, I'm, and I know I know I know the joke you're making. I'm with uh, it. Someone said we don't talk about Dave. What's good? Word seven eight nine. I see you in here. Um, I guess I don't want to get too deep into it. I'll just bring up the spots that I really liked in this. Uh, I like the twisting, uh, frog splash that Rollins hit. Rollins is amazing. Like, I know you just heard me say, like, I don't get the gimmick, blah, blah, blah. feels mid, yada, yada. That has nothing to do with his ability. This dude is one of the best on the roster. Like, when he was having that interview with Ariel Hawani and he was, like, saying how he's pissed, I get it, bro. This dude's really good. He's like the guy you go to. You're like, I need to count on you. Can I count on you for this big match? Yeah. But I think he wants his moment now. He's like, yo, I want to main event something. I want to do something. Give it to me. And he's in. He's just in a tough spot. He's in, like you said, the Roman era, he called it. Like, yeah. he's, he's stuck in that. He did great in this match, though. I thought Riddle's RKO was great. Rollins rolling off the top was great. The power bomb into yeah. the cage on the top. That was scary, bro. Like I was yeah. like, "Yo, don't don't do that, bro. If that thing snaps, I don't know what would happen." Um, Riddle sent out off the top. Rob thought he slipped at first. He just saw him like, "Whoa, and dude!" And, like, and the cell afterwards had me believing that, it, like, maybe he like broke his tailbone or something. The way he came down, like he sold yeah. that shit so good, man. Bro, imagine if Seth's wrist is like anywhere different, or he yep. didn't land that perfectly. Seth could have broken his wrist. Absolutely insane. Um. It actually ends eventually with uh, he's getting he's got him in the triangle choke and he's got him up. Rollins picks him up. He goes rampage. Jackson throwing him against the cage. He slams him down, but Riddle keeps it locked in. He has nowhere to go. Seth taps out. It makes perfect sense. I thought Seth could take the L here. He needs more dubs, though, but he could take the L right here. I had no issue with it. And it's over. Riddle celebrates. He's going up the ramp. They hold up the hands. The little thing comes in the corner, and then I was like, wait, wait, "Hold on, before we even, before we even get to that, what? Before we even get to that." So I want to say, like, it just Derek, came. Derek, Derek says, "Before we get to that, scan this yeah. QR code real quick." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it just it, as, as we're talking about the match, it just came came to mind what the Messiah should have been in the beginning. So you take. What Seth Rollins was when he was in the Shield, 
the like the 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 demeanor. You take the demeanor that he had when he was in the shield, and then you take, I guess the uh, the gimmick that he has now, dial it back because he's on he's on hundred right now. So you dial it back probably down to thirty percent. You know, still leaving the smile and still leaving the laugh, but menacingly at the same time like he had when he was in in the shield now if you would have done that i think a lot more people would have bought into it then instead of buying into it now i don't know man i think a lot of people are buying that shit into it now right now because they're singing his song and they're all for this this new seth rollins gimmick a lot of people are into this i just I, I, uh I get it. I, I get it. I, I don't take, I take nothing from him. I yeah. think dude, just living on the dark side. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I like, <laughs> I like the Messiah gimmick better, but I think that there are a lot of people that are into this thing, man. I can't oh, yeah, stand yeah. his like stupid ass laugh that he does. <laughs> I yeah. wish he, he would cut more promos like he did with, uh, with, Riddle in that backstage segment where they were on like a video call or whatever. When he said, like that, yeah. Yes, when he said that bitch ass part, that shit hurts me every time I hear it, even in the yeah. press. It's about you bitch ass. And I'm just like, come on, Seth, that's too far, man. Too far. And B- BJ, like you it. may, you may, uh, be right. They may just want to be a part of it, but I don't know, man. Everybody chants the whole Seth freaking Rollins all the time, too. So, all right. Which I, I think is lame anyway. Seth freaking Rollins is. Yeah. Here's the meat and potatoes of it. Here's what everybody wants to talk about in the chat. We'll see you so. next week. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I said that too. The lights went out. They were like, I said they should have just hit 96 raw. We'll see you on Monday night. Get their money for next week, pal. The, um, Here comes the, the Undertaker. Lights. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Riddle holds up his arms. You get the little flash in the corner. You're like, oh, shit, but experienced fans know hold on a minute until i see that peacock logo gone i'm not believing shit and then all of a sudden the lights go out they've been teasing this for a while and we start hearing he's got the whole world in his hands i'm not gonna sing it and we get a cut to huskis the pig you already know at this point Mercy the buzzard. I mean, I knew from freaking day one, I feel like. Yeah. You had questions, but I think uh, when they showed the one with Huskis was being in, I'm like, if it ain't Bray Wyatt, bro, you're just going to piss people off. So don't do it. Right. Just yeah. don't do it. Um, Ramblin' Rabbit. Abby the Witch. Like, characters are in the crowd of them. Is that the right word? Caricatures? What? what uh, uh, well, I mean, you could say that. Act, I don't know. They're real-life people of those characters are in the crowd. And um, someone had brought up that they thought Joe Gacy played one of the roles based on someone's forearms or something, but interesting. And by the way, it's very weird that everybody who's a wrestling fan in WWE turns into the FBI for this shit. But if I ever hear you say you don't know who Wrestler X is, bullshit, you guys know uh, Morris Code and shit. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah, I figured out the Morris Code. Who's Bandito? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, all right? I said it. Fuck off. Don't ever let me hear that again. This, this was the most intricate storyline that I've ever seen in professional wrestling. And and, and I, I love it, man. I feel like they should have just dragged it on a little bit more. I think they should have teased it a little off. bit. 
Fans are too eager. Yeah. Once they started, I'm like, all right, next pay per view, you better you got till the pay per view, bro. Well, well, this was sort of like the CM Punk treatment too for for Extreme Rules. So CM Punk sold out that Rampage on a rumor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Extreme Rules was not selling good at the beginning of this, and and they basically sold this thing out on a rumor that it was Bray Wyatt thinking that everybody was going to get Bray Wyatt at Extreme Rules. So I, I think you're right. If they didn't show Bray Wyatt tonight, there was going to be some issues. Oh, there's going to be issues on, on this end. <laughs> yeah. So how do you guys feel about this, though? This this was fun, man. This was a fun interaction thing for people to like be scanning QR codes, uh, all the shit that was going on on Twitter with, oh, if you type in this on Google, this will pop up, and White Rabbit Records, if you call them uh, and, and tell them to feed your head, that they'll say, you know, uh, let them in. And just so much, so many elements to this storyline, man. This is bigger than a movie, I feel like. This is great yeah, for pre- professional such wrestling. Such good shit. Oh, it was. It was. I, oh. I would agree with Vince if he had anything to do with this. Man, listen, I, I I thought this was a good idea. I thought this was, let's face it, WWE has been stuck in one spot. And they needed something to actually pull them back out of it. And this was it. In my opinion, this was it. You needed something to get the fans involved. And you needed something big. Involved. Yeah, you, if, you, yeah. If you didn't have anything big, then you were done. And, and let's you face it, Bray Wyatt was currently the the hottest free agent on the market. Everybody's been talking about this dude for a year. Where's he going to go? We thought he was going to show up in AEW for the longest time because everybody right. was just heading over there. So, yeah. um, I mean, besides Bray Wyatt, who was on the market that could possibly be pulled in for a surprise? That is well known. I don't think there's anybody. They were running out of people. Yeah. Truthfully. Um yeah. And hold, I gotta make a joke to Juke State real quick. Can you imagine if they did all that and Bobby Fish walked through the door? <laughs> Good lord! So, yo, did you guys see what happened in the Battle Royal for Impact? He was in like this Call Your Shot uh-huh. Battle Royal. It's like Money in the Bank, bro. He came out and literally he got the ring, starts doing his kicks and punches. Then you just hear CM Punk, CM Punk. Oh yeah, I, I heard know that. That had to burn him, bro. It had to burn him so bad. Yo, I've said it before, like. He needs O'Reilly and Cole yeah. for anyone to care about him. Sorry to say it. Back back to Bray, though, because he's more important than that. Um, did anybody recognize the head that was on the announcer's desk when they were, like, cutting the things? What was, I, I, that, was, I, that was the burnt fiend mask. That's what I thought it was, yeah. but they were, like, kind of, like, glared away far enough that I'm like, what the hell is that shit? Like, Yeah, it was, I, it was I, the burnt up it. fiend mask. Okay, yeah, I, I stared yeah. at it. I'm like, I can't pick that out. <laughs> right? All the Firefly Funhouse characters looks like they came out of Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey horror movie. <laughs> I think that's gonna be a good movie. I'm not. I, I think I'm gonna watch it if it's like on one of the the Netflix or something for us. Which to get one? Into. The Winnie the Pooh uh, Blood and Honey. Did you oh, see this? Oh Lord! Yes, I. Yeah, no, not into yeah, it. Yeah, it's because it's because their uh, trademark rights ended to it. So once something's been trademarked, I think it's for seventy five years. It becomes free domain, and people can just do whatever with it. So, have fun with that. So, we just made a horror movie out of Winnie the Pooh. Someone was just like, I feel like doing it, and I can, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> who, who booked this shit? <laughs> um, Deanna said she loved the live characters in it. People are putting it up. Uh, new why it's more like the grabber black phone. You got to stop talking about that movie, man. I had nightmares from that damn thing I when love I watched that film. it. It was, it was really good, bro. I just kept having nightmares, though. Yeah, like, that movie was 
yeah dude all i keep seeing is that dude sitting there with that mask on bringing me eggs and shit i'm like yo i'm out i'm out <laughs> don't get out bro i like eggs but i'm out of here we gang banging on breakfast bro <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um no but but you know what though i i i will say i hope that they keep the the live characters going you have to keep the live characters going. You you introduce them as live characters. Now they have to be there. I agree. I agree. That was, to, that was good. Hold yeah, on. They don't have to do anything. They just have to be there. Hold yeah. on. I got to give a shout out to my man Pluggo in the chat. What's good? Pluggo from Love Wrestling. Shout out to you guys, man. Love what you guys do with the uh, the brunch on Sunday mornings. One of my favorite shows from you guys. Thank you so much for uh, popping in, showing some love. Six, and I've had fun watching people on the internet try to decipher those Bray Wyatt promos like a Kendrick Lamar verse for the past few weeks. <laughs> Facts. The whole fun. presentation of it was brilliant. Cult of Wyndham could be coming. Uh, debut is great, but what's next, R-Dub says. Guess I, I, that, that is a great point. So, like, that's why I said... You know, why didn't we just carry this on a little bit more? But I understand, like, the the fans, you know what I mean, getting impatient or possibly causing trouble at the arena or whatever the case may be. But, um, dude, it's hard to come off of such a great story build to this. I hope that they continue this. They have uh, – I, I was reading that they have, like, a writer from Marvel or, or something like that involved with this Wyatt character. Oh. Yeah. So, um, and, and LJ, thank you for coming in as part of the raid. Pluggo, I assume you said everybody here, thank you for the raid on Twitch, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, a writer from Marvel who's written and worked with Marvel, but he also worked with Bray before in WWE, but I don't know okay. what the role or relationship was, but his title is long-term creative writer. So he might be the person who came up with those ideas. And, and this was like his test. They're like, yo, this works. You're hired, bro. And, he's, and he can come up with things like, okay, here's what I want to do now. Let's use this, this, and this, and right. then we'll plug it in, and this is how we can have this person debut. Or maybe he's just a writer for Bray, you know? That's what I, I heard. I, I, go, no, go, ahead, just, go ahead, Derek. No, um, I, I think I think if you had that, I, I think that should be that that should be something where, where your high-priority um, characters come from, like, you got to have this writer. You got to have this right. Like everyone who's of of high priority should have their own writer to incorporate the story with the next writers. Look at you trying to be the rock over here with Brian Gowertz. You're coming with me, homie. You're my writer. <laughs> That's a good idea. I mean, I, I I agree with Derek on that. I I feel like this. I mean, I I feel like it's hard when you have a hundred writers all come into a room and pitch a whole bunch of ideas and. I, I don't know. Was it, was it us who was just talking about this with like AEW and they, yeah. them saying they needed Tony to hire writers? Yeah, I'm like, bro, yeah, you don't like need two people. 50 people because how can anything get done if Derek wants to push The Miz, I want to push John Cena, and you're like push Roman Reigns? What are we doing here, guys? Exactly. Like, and everybody's got their own thoughts on it. So you need, I like it when it was like Russo and Ferrara. You got two dudes, they got the same vision, like, yo, bro, I'm the head of this, but you're my backup. Listen, this is what I want to do. Boom, 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 and this is how we'll pitch it cool that's that's all you need you don't yeah. need everybody for that but for bray i think he's a special character and you need to keep it okay he can't do that supernatural shit again in my opinion where he can't like feel pain and all that shit's ridiculous because who's gonna beat him right you know it gets to the point of ridiculousness um I, jesse did you want to add something i didn't know if i cut you off or whatever um no 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 i think you guys covered that i i'm just saying like the whole writer thing is is definitely 
uh, interesting fact because I was reading before Extreme Rules even happened that somebody had had I I don't know broke or leaked news about and I don't know how true this is but they were saying that that writer had come into the building for Extreme Rules and he wasn't even supposed to be there uh, the guy that they hired and he wanted to make sure that this reveal went off just as planned and not nice. you know what I mean so like the fact that they have somebody so hands on willing to make sure that this is all right did you guys feel it was all right did you guys feel like this was a really good reveal or did you like how it was done i was missing a little bo dallas as matt lopez has put out here because i believe i love that gimmick i love cj parker too though so what do i know but the the uh the the build to it was good like we were just at the part so we talked about the burnt fiend mask then they tease us with the fiend mask and i'm like he can't be the fiend again that's where i was like yo don't do this like if he rips that mask off and it's him but i saw the dreads and i'm like nah that ain't his hair i'm like that that ain't him so then we cut to the firefly fun house it's kind of dark it looks crusty and dusty okay everything's out of whack yeah it was it was done and then we see that forbidden door there See what I did there? Sorry, sorry. It's the only time I can ever take shots at the other company because I usually don't cover this. You see the door, and I love how the light looked hitting it. Like, it looked like a movie, kind of. It was weird. At one point, I'm like, should I be mad at this, or is this, like, so cool that I'm like, yo, this is different. So I'm like, let me sit back and watch it. And then when the door blows off, and then you see the lantern, and I was like, oh, shit. This is really, really good. Yes. I thought I thought it was presented well. What did you think, Jesse? I thought it was amazing, dude. I thought like I didn't want him. I loved the fiend character, but you're right. I didn't want him to come back as the fiend. So the fact that he came back with that like almost black phonish mask, and then he ripped that off, and then did the whole blow out the lantern thing. You know, we're we're gonna get this new incarnation of Wyatt, and it's gonna be phenomenal, dude. I I I do not doubt what they're gonna do with Bray Wyatt. I just think we could have pushed it a little bit further but um i thought the reveal was amazing tonight i was excited i got exactly i felt like i won as a fan tonight for the first time watching wwe in a long time yeah so, I, I agree i agree with that like i i also i also felt like um the the bray wyatt that we got after he had after he took the mask off was was almost like like swamp daddy <laughs> it was it was almost like um this is the gatekeeper to the real Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Maybe after he took that mask off, it was like, yeah, this is you thought you had Bray Wyatt? No, this is the real Bray Wyatt. I wonder, does he come in like is he on an Undertaker type of schedule though? Like is he gonna just be pay per views? Is he just gonna be like once in a while? I feel I like so. you're gonna need I, it should be once in a while. Yeah, dude. Like, so here's the thing, man. Like, I know a lot of people hate on the whole part-time wrestlers or whatever, but Thanks. when you run these these type of characters out of style so damn fast that you got fans complaining on the internet all the time about, you know, oh, well, this is getting stale and this is getting this. I don't feel like he's the type of, and don't put a belt on him either. Don't put him in that title picture this time. I don't yeah, feel no. like we need him as a champion. Like, let him be this attraction that people want to see. So you're saying, like, Taker style? Like, I can put the belt on you if I need you, but for Bro, the most I'm going to say it. This is to. way better and way more intriguing than anything that The Undertaker has ever done. Like, The Undertaker has never 
I've never been a huge fan of The Undertaker. I know he's a legend and all this stuff, but dude, name like besides the Shawn Michaels match, name me your fair your favorite Undertaker match. DX on Monday, by the way. No. Um, I think Taker's good. The issue I think Taker always had was he was battling Vince's brain. Like, when he first came in, he dressed like an Undertaker from the 1800s. I don't think people realize that. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is so weird. We would hate that today if he ended up doing that. Ministry Taker was like, all right, bro, you should be under arrest, bro. You're talking about embalming people and B- shit. BJ, like, BJ, like, I know he's saying Ministry of Darkness, bro. Okay, look, BJ, go – look, I'm covering the Attitude Era right now. Okay, go back and watch that cringe, cringe ass shit, dude, and tell me that you still like the Ministry of Darkness. That yeah, shit is cringe. Of the ministry. Huh? It was me and it was me and <laughs> What are you talking about, bro? Ken Shamrock looking for Stephanie? Where is she? When he had Christian in the ankle lock. Yeah, uh, and besides, guys. when he was Ministry of Darkness too. Yeah, the character was. Like, I guess it was dark and whatever, you know, you had Midian cutting himself on TV. Cool, bro. But I don't know, dude. This It's you nowhere ne- Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Why don't I remember this? Yeah, they I had Midian, like, Midian. Cut, him, cut himself and then they poured the blood in, in, in the drink. Or no, no, there's the Undertaker. The Undertaker cut himself and poured the blood in the drink and, and uh, you know, Midian drank it. And they, yeah, oh, yeah. It was a whole cult thing, dude. <laughs> Ministry if of it Darkness. ended the Godwins, I'm for it, but I'm just like, what are you doing here, bro? <laughs> um, it probably did in the Godwins. I can't remember that part, but either way, I'm talking about matches and everything else. Like, it, as far as like complicated story, like good storytelling, man. You know what I mean? Not not going out there and crucifying Stephanie and <laughs> whatever the case is, having Vince be the higher power. I'm talking about like as detailed as this Bray Wyatt character is. You can watch Bray Wyatt, and and you can literally put this into a horror movie, and it could work. Oh, no, no, no. And and time out. That was a plan, by the way, by – hold on. BJ just sent me the dude's name. Something – Rob Fee. Rob Fee was actually writing a story while Vince was there for the Fiend character. Like, he wrote a movie for them to produce. I don't know if Vince still does the WWE films the same way or if he just outsources it now. I can't remember. I think he outsources now. But that would be dope. Yeah, I yeah. would buy into that. You know what? I, so I, I agree with you, Jesse. Like, like Bray Wyatt being on a grander scale right now. Like, think about it. Bray Wyatt was being breached when he wasn't even there. Yeah. Like everybody, like he, he, he. Not to say that the Undertaker wasn't impactful to wrestling. He was definitely impactful to wrestling. Oh yeah, absolutely. But when he was gone. No one preached his name until they knew, like, oh, okay, Undertaker should come back at this time. No, it, it, this is different. This is this is on another level as to Bray needs to be here. Where is Bray? I, I'm exactly I'm Bray. Bray is special, and he should be used lightly. Yes, keep keep uh, that keep that under wraps, bro. And yeah, I see I seen your comment, BJ. I understand, man. Like, it's, it's, I, I agree with what BJ's saying, though. Like, retroactively, like, some things look way worse years now. Look at storylines from, like, 88, bro. They did a storyline where Hercules was going to be a slave to the million-dollar man. Like, you can't sell people. Like, what are you doing? But yeah. in 88, people bought it, though. Like, yeah. it's just things, times change and people change. Look, you're covering the Attitude Era. You guys mention it every week. 
some of the language used back then could never be never. said today. Like you're never. getting kicked out the arena. Like could you? They would have took Canada and been like, "This whole arena is out of here, buddy." Like let's go. <laughs> I didn't really start digging the Undertaker though until about the the Ministry of Darkness era. You know what I mean? Like some of that stuff was okay, but then after that, you know. And I'm with you on that too. I'm not the biggest Taker fan either. I Hopefully wasn't buying a pay per view to see the Undertaker. I'll tell you that. Back even back in '97, I was not. I'm I'm here. Even in '91, when they threw the ashes, I'm, I'm telling people to suck it. I'm watching Stone Cold flip people off, drink beers. I you know I, I was all I was all for DX and Stone Cold and and that that whole thing. But Undertaker was just kind of an add on. I thought Taker had uh, cut Midian to put the Taker symbol on him. Maybe he did. I, dude, I don't remember this. That's like crazy e- to me. Either way, you may be right too, BJ, but I remember him like putting blood into a drink or whatever. I, I can't remember. Maybe he did put the symbol on his head. I don't know. Either way, some creepy-ass cold shit. It was. <laughs> he did was, put a symbol on his head. Yeah. Nothing was worse than the corporate yeah. ministry. That was too many things blended together with shit. It was terrible. No yeah. chance. He's like bopping to it like Diddy's <laughs> writing the song. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Um, Wyatt and Cody are the most believable people to take the belt off of Roman. So the door comes off the hinges. We see that mask. Sick mentioned it might be the V for Vendetta mask, black foam mask, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Wyatt pulls out. I, did you catch what he said before he blew out the lantern? I think I it could, was either I'm back or I'm here. Yeah, I think he said I'm here. Yeah, well, I was in nostalgia mode. So he does that, and I kind of agree with this. Wyatt and Cody seem like the only two people now, right? I mean, you're a Cody fan too. If you're choosing, who do you pick? I'm picking Cody every day, all day. It, 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 Cody's the guy. You need you need that tearful. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be singing it just crying. I'll be that CM Punk kid in the crowd just crying. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. I mean, Cody deserves it, though, too. Like, he was yeah, the only person that I thought could do it. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, think, I think Bray has the the champion. He has the, he has the title of the fans. Yeah. I think that who, – who have you seen I, in, in, in the later years or since from back then up to now, excluding The Undertaker, because we it, it had to be that way. But who do you know was lighting phones? Dude, listen, he's got control of the people. These people knew it before we even got the White Rabbit stuff. When they heard the song playing, they were like... He's got the, the whole heck? world in his hands, brother. That's exactly that's all you that. I'm say. talking about the... Uh, uh, I almost said Jefferson Starship. What What's the name of the Jefferson um, airplane? White, yeah, White Rabbit. Right? Yeah. White Rabbit, Jeff, whatever. Jeff, Jefferson that, that song, airplane. when it was playing, people knew. Like, they had the phones out. Even This was before anything was known. I was like, how do you guys know this? It's probably uh, Ryan said. He, he better be coming out with that music, though. Because uh, if not, I'm going to be disappointed. That's expensive, maybe. I, I don't uh, know. Come maybe on, you not. can't you can't talk expensive with me when WWE is making a billion a year, bro. But <laughs> remember, this is blueprint to life. They don't can pay, pay for, for that shit. They can Jim pay Johnson for don't make they, it. They can pay for that song with one trip to Saudi, brother. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> they could. Uh, Crown Jewel is going to take care of that guy. bill. Also, Sting should always beat Taker no matter what. Even Surfer Boy fight me. <laughs> WWE 22 wouldn't dare do another Godfather gimmick with the hose. 
One of my favorite Godfather <laughs> moments is with The Undertaker on Sunday Night Heat, actually, where uh, Godfather looks at him. He's like, you can, have, you can fight me tonight and get your ass kicked, or you can have one of my ladies. And he looked at him, and you know it was a shoot. He's like, and I know you love the ladies. I'm changing the words up a little bit for yeah. it. And Paul Bear's like, take the ladies. Take the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite moments. You know they were trying to get Taker to break, but he never did. Our dub says Bray Wyatt is great as an individual, but who do they compliment Bray with as an opponent is key. Uh, you have to have a good foil for Bray to push this story or narrative. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you need that. I don't think you need that because uh, again, I think you can take Bray Wyatt's character as and kind of incorporate it as the black phone. Like, li- listen, I don't need an opponent. I'm I'm terrorizing everybody. Or maybe he starts snatching people up like black phone and just adds them to the to the gimmick. Ooh, that'd be weird. Puppet master type stuff right there. Yeah. Um, Imagine him says, snatching uh, Riddle up and turning Riddle heel or something or dark. Start no painting his bro. nails black. Yeah. Uh, what if Bray comes back to right his wrongs and sees um, seems normal and then a fan favorite uh, to trick the fans and roster members only because he's letting Spooky out? Could be. Bray is beyond the titles. Um, thank you, Deanna. White Rabbit. Now I see. Somebody said, grab your... <laughs> I can't even say that. Uh, like, clearly speaking stuff, but he doesn't seem to use it full-blown immediately. Uh, highly unlikely, but if they can get Grace Slick to sing him out one day, I'd lose my shit. Maybe. Uh, that's got to be a mania moment, though, if they do that. Uh, like Bray Fiend did take uh, take down everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, dude, I, st- I still feel like he's got to even get Alexa some way, somehow. Oh, yeah. I- if you're I right feel like wrong, there's a lot of ways you could down. do this. He's got to go down. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Alexa, Alexa's boring now, so you got to do something with her. Yeah, change it up. Nothing. Question. Tony Khan always brags about how much money he has than Vince, but why does Dynamite's presentation look so dull? Invest in the company. Dynamite and Dark looks the same. Bro, uh, Dynamite's not selling tickets right now, so it's not about, like, making – you know their their product looked dull. They need to get more people into the arena. They did open up more for Seattle. Did I tell you that, Conrad? No. So they opened up know. the higher the higher deck. So tickets are selling good for Seattle. So that's high hope, man. Like I, I'm. I think people I'm, just know the show timings too. Like you don't know what you're gonna get until you're yeah. there. The here's the thing, and people are gonna get pissed at me for saying this. This is this will be the great way to cap all this off. Bray is great. We love him. I look forward to seeing what he does. Yeah. As far as this WWE thing goes, WWE's got the hot hand right now. They're the ones who are selling tickets. This was AEW for three years before that. Bro, we went to Rochester twice to go see mm-hmm. them because we're like, that's as close as we're getting right now. And then they finally came to Buffalo after years. And I still don't know why they didn't come here first and they went to Rochester first. Maybe they're just trying to slowly build the audience and then they thought they were going to explode and then they didn't. But WWE's got the hot hand. Triple H can do no wrong. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, that's what it's going to be for right now. Until Triple H pisses a lot of people off, he's good. Bro, Triple H has already done a lot of wrong, though. He has, but nobody – Tony Khan did a lot of wrong in the first three years, too. I'm just saying people aren't going to see it that way. I think think it comes down to, like, when it comes to ticket sales anyway. I don't think that AEW is that bad at all. Like, I think the last few Dynamites have been like, meh, except for Grand Slam. Grand Slam was great. But I, I feel like it has a lot to do with what how they're booking it and how they're and how they're promoting it. Promoting is like key. 
that you got Tony Khan tweeting out matches right before the fucking show starts. Like it, that is not like gonna put any butts in seats. You know what I mean? It's gonna get viewers every week, huh? He gives you a card every week. Raw I know, but for the past it, three, four years, maybe build that to like two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row. You know what I mean? Like, give me something to be in, you know, excited about. Are you talking about like you want to see like how Jericho and Danielson were built? Like, okay, yeah. they're going to be in Canada for okay. Yeah, you know Fair what I mean? Point. Like, like I don't know. You're going to have because if you're selling tickets, the people that are buying tickets need to know what they're what they're seeing for the most part. Not me. I know I'm going to get a good dynamite in Seattle because it's their first time, but. You know, like like what Extreme Rules did tonight, right? They didn't have they. I mean, they announced fifteen thousand tickets sold. We all know that it's not fifteen thousand tickets sold that that went in that uh, arena. We I, I already looked at the stats as more around thirteen and a half. But either way, great great audience. They didn't have thirteen and a half three weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? And when they started this White Rabbit shit, it, it sold the tickets. I also think money is hard for people right now. Like I've seen well, my yeah, grocery absolutely. bills go up in the last year or two crazily, and I'm like, yo, how much you charging for celery, bro? Come on, like you kill you? How much you? How much you paying to go to work every day for gas? Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's everything's uh, just up, man. Yeah, it's it's super annoying. So you got to make choices. But AEW Con- is very affordable, though. At the same time, WWE yeah. tickets are expensive. They're not yeah, cheap. Nick Khan, Nick Khan got a chokehold on some of those, like the WrestleMania ones. Like we were just me and Jesse talk about all the tickets when they come up and stuff. Dude, yeah. I'm not paying thousands of dollars to go to WrestleMania. Like you can't even invite your not friends happening. anymore. You're like, if I go, it would be me and my wife, and that's it. Like, hey, what's up? And we're sitting nosebleed. Yeah. Or or so. terrible seats. And yeah. at this point, bro, if you have upper decks and people are like, how come no one's buying these tickets? Bro, I'm not sitting in crappy seats. I'm not I, I'd rather watch from home. That's just how yeah. people are these days. Um, I guess let's, let's put a cap on this with Bray real quick because everybody's still talking about it. Maybe Bray grabs Liv. <laughs> Liv should have been in that position instead of Alexa, as Derek said. He's always said that from the beginning. I've always said that. She she always fit that. that Wasn't she originally talked about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. Uh, dude, I'm not Maybe that lie. has something to do with the creepy smiles after she got choked out tonight. Maybe she's coming. Hmm. Just saying. Uh, Mike Brand said, could Corbin be the buzzer? Maybe, maybe. Is the Wyatt Six a group? We'll end it on this note. I I hope so. Yeah. Right. I miss hey, factions hey. in WWE, like good factions. Yes. Right. Uh, I'm an AEW and WWE fan. I just want both to succeed. Cray, I believe you, bro. You're in all the chats and talking about the stuff. I believe you, man. If anybody uh, is hating on any like any mainstream company, I guess there's only two. If you're hating on WWE or AEW and you're a wrestling fan, then you're a fool because not one will not succeed without the other. Period. Or improve. Or improve. You, you go right back to people just running it up and doing whatever. Yeah. Uh, what's good, Cat? Uh, appreciate all of you guys who came in. If you haven't, make sure you hit the like button, leave a comment, subscribe to the channel. Go over after you do all that. Go over to the pro wrestling shoot. Go on Spotify right now. Leave him a five-star review. I promise you it's well worth it. And Pro Wrestling Shoot every Wednesday. Great stuff. I laugh every single week listening to this. I usually message Jesse. Them and the Bombcast. Shout out to Brian Williams and Graham. When I listen to them, I want to message them. Like Every time I'm listening to it, just like, yo, I laugh so hard at this. Bro, what were you guys thinking when you said this? Like It's just such a good conversation. You want to be in it. So it's uh, definitely... Well worth it. Uh, Jesse, tell them what you got coming up this week. 
Uh, just some more shenanigans, man. Every Wednesday we're reviewing. Uh, I mean, we'll probably talk a little bit about uh, Extreme Rules, too. I uh, probably won't cover it too much since I came on the, the show. Thank you guys for having me w- once again. You know, I appreciate it. I love EPW. I listen to you guys on the audio versions, and I watch the video every single week. Sh- support these guys, man. Like, even if you guys are in the chat right now, go and listen to the audio, too, man. Builds up their views. Builds up the algorithm. It helps out. So uh, even if you're not listening, just put that shit on play and set your phone aside somewhere or something. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we'll probably talk a little bit about Extreme Rules just because I haven't got to talk uh, with my co-hosts about it too much. But uh, it'll probably mostly be about the Bray Wyatt stuff. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Dynamite, man. Dynamite coming up on Wednesday. Um, we're going to preview that show. And uh, if anything else pops up in wrestling news, uh, I know we were talking a lot about the whole CM Punk elite stuff. Um and pretty much anything else that comes up, Bobby Fish being an impact. <laughs> um, yeah, and we cover a lot of uh, Attitude Era right now, too. So we watch uh, episodes of Attitude Era, Monday Night Raw, every single week. And uh, towards the end of our show, we, we start talking about that and review that show. Uh, for the bad, for the good, for the ugly, uh, we talk about it um, and and kind of dive into what was going on into the Monday Night Wars at the time. So we talk a little bit WCW, seeing the comparisons for numbers, stats, uh, attendance, ratings, whatever you want to talk about. We cover all of that. James is excellent on, on getting the numbers for that. I do none of that. I have nothing to do with that. That is all James, so I'm going to give him credit. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, man. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch at The Pro Wrestling Shoot and Twitter at TPWS Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we didn't give our grades either for the show. Letter grade. Uh, Jesse, anybody? We can all do separate tonight. I see people giving it like 6.75 out of 10. Uh, I'll give this show tonight, I'll say a B. I, o- overall, the, the Bray thing was great, but overall show, you know what? B plus. I lied. I'm going to give it a B plus tonight. I, I'll go B. What yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and just give it a thumbs up. Probably around a B as well. Um, the The Bray Wyatt thing for me was two thumbs up. I'll just yeah. say that like that that I mean that's the real the card was good don't get me wrong like they had a good build for this show thankfully you know I'm really thankful that WWE took the time to build this show so yeah. thank thankfully we got a good build for it we had a, a solid six match card um, but the real reason everybody was tuning in was to see what that damn white rabbit was up to you know what I mean so uh, I'm glad that it turned out good and we everybody went home happy tonight so thumbs up definitely absolutely absolutely and I hope you guys go home happy. Monday, Clash of the Podcast. Me and Sean will be live talking probably some of this, a little bit of that. We've got some topics lined up for you guys. Be on the lookout for those. Me and Derek will be back on Wednesday for our AEW Dynamite review. And to all of you, I hope you guys enjoy this Bray Wyatt return. And I can't wait to talk about it with you guys in the future. For myself, for Jesse, and Derek, we are out. One. One. Wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here. So listen in, let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes, by the fans, uh, for the fans. Uh, not many in this can understand. Uh, this the podcast to show you who I am. Uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take, showing you. How it is done, proving I am number one, what a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just will make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans, uh, for the fans.
other fans are. Uh, not many whose hand can understand uh, everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes, everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson. Yes.